When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. And I'm Brittany. We are the okayest moms, but we're also creatives, businesswomen, and best friends. This podcast was created as a community for the modern mom. We know you're doing your best despite the conflicting messages that you aren't doing it as well as someone else. We believe in self-care, mom friends as our sanity, and that motherhood looks different for everyone. Most of all, we believe that you are more than just mom. So join us as we talk about a range of topics from motherhood to frivolous reality TV and everything in between. Welcome to the OKest Moms podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of OKest Moms the podcast. Heather here. And Brittany. We are about to record the last episode of the year. I don't know what happened to this year, but we're done, apparently. <laughs> no. Episode 90. God. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. This year has flown by, probably because it just felt like a continuation of the year prior to it. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, uh, I can't believe it. I just, it really did. It flew by. So this episode is going to be kind of a recap for us of the show and the blog and just some of our favorite memories and then a little bit of like pop culture mixed in there too because of course we couldn't let that go by. Couldn't A couple housekeeping things before we get started. So here's the thing. (laughs) Podcast stats are not great. They're pretty bad. Basically, we can see raw data. We can see numbers. But other than that, we don't really know much about you. We know you're there and we're happy to have you. But in order to serve you best and give you content that you want to hear, we want to learn a little bit more about you. And so one way way to help with that is to fill out our end of the year podcast survey And I know they're annoying, and I know you probably have heard of like eight of these already, but they really do help us. And if we can learn more about you and like what stage of motherhood you're in, we can make the content and the episodes more relevant to you. So we will put a link to that in our show notes. Heather, can we put it like at the very top so it's easy to find? And then... um, we, yeah, we would just really appreciate it. It is so helpful for us to be able to bring you the content you want and need. So thank you in advance for doing that. We are going to be taking the rest of the year off the rest of the year. Like it's like 
an insane amount of time into the year in into the new year a little (laughs) yeah because it takes a few days to get back in the groove after that I'm like really really dreading winter break this year two weeks off I'm just I'm not everything halts when the kids are home so yeah So there's that. So we will be doing a few replays of our old favorites. So we will still be in your feed, just not with new things. But this is also a great chance to share us with your friends. That's the easiest way for other people to find us. I don't usually go searching for podcasts. I usually think, oh, that's right. This one was recommended on by this person or on this other podcast I already listened to. So that seems to be the easiest way. And that would be the best Christmas gift for us, really. <laughs> yeah, I, there's like this post floating around about how to help your creative entrepreneur friends for zero dollars and sharing our content is the best way to do that. Another good way is uh, leaving a review um, on Apple Podcasts because that helps us get bumped up in the feed and more people find us that way. So Merry Christmas to us if you do that. Thank you. (laughs) And now with the new, I know I've talked about how I don't love the new podcast app updates, but one thing I do like about it is that if you do text it to a friend or a friend texts you a podcast recommendation, that then pops up in the podcast app as like recommended for you. So it makes it even easier. So just text it to everybody and then we'll just magically appear in there. (laughs) I'm like, oh, it's this. Okay, let's take a quick break and we will dive in. Okay. Heather allowed me to do no research on some of these questions, so I will be guessing. (laughs) First of all, it was designed as a guessing game. And second of all, what you do with your time is not my problem. <laughs> you had time to research. Well, I, I did, but I had a feeling this is the vibe you were going for. So I'm ready. I'm ready okay. to be stumped. <laughs> so let's start with TV. Now, these were hard statistics to find. I wanted like, what was the top downloaded show across like all platforms? But that was not available. And mm-hmm. so I was able to find the most downloaded show on Netflix, according to Variety. And Mm. of course, this is like to date. We're recording this on December 10th. So this is, who knows, Netflix could come out with something crazy tomorrow and then that will blow it all out of the water. But yeah, also I don't really care what was downloaded on like Disney Plus or something. So (laughs) there's that. (laughs) Right, like Paw Patrol. Is that a Disney show? (laughs) No, um, that is, <laughs> it is actually now on Netflix and it was in the top 20. Oh, really? Oh, God. There okay. is one, uh, I will give you this clue. There is one kid show in the top five. Huh. Okay. Well, Squid Game is probably in there. Squid Games is number one. Yeah, I knew it. Um, one kid show. I don't know. Um, okay, Squid Game. It's a kid's show that you you have aged out of. Mm, Bluey. No, that's Disney. Does Disney have any shows on Netflix anymore? No, because they ha- it's all on Disney Plus. Yeah, okay. 
Um, wow, my brain is not working today. This is going to be very not entertaining. Um, well, think about things you have watched. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, Bridgerton. That is not even in the top 10. Wow. Shocking. So it was, I found a list from Newsweek that was from October. And in October, it was number two. But it has since been bumped by other things. I know. I was shocked, too. I thought for sure Bridgerton would be up there. Uh, Gosh, I don't know. Okay, give up. Yeah, give up. Okay, number one was Squid Games. Number two was Made. Which uh, I, I haven't watched that. On my list. Yeah. Number three was Coco Melon. Oh shit! Which <laughs> nope, never would have guessed that. <laughs> which I feel like is a real sign of the times. Parents are fucking done and <laughs> plug in. But also, I'm very concerned. And please stop turning on Coco Melon. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well. Uh- I fell down a rabbit hole at 3 a.m. one night of a thread where people were arguing about whether or not their kids should watch Coco Melon. Oh, I mean, like, like absolutely not. But I understand <laughs> why. Yeah. But also, like, so there's this whole, like, people who are screen experts, they time how often the picture changes, like the scene, something flashes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was, and, yeah. Yeah, and in Coco Melon, it's like every 0.3 seconds. Oh god, that gives me like, more. It's just so overstimulating that they like literally just cannot stop watching it. Yeah, that so. that was like a lot of the argument. Like these are actually the facts, and then you know the other camp is like, I'm losing my mind, and that's what they oh. want to watch. And you oh. know, it's like I see, I see both sides. No, I think we've all had that internal struggle of like, if this kid talks to me one more fucking time, <laughs> but also like I know this is terrible. Okay, number four was you. Which I, ah, I should have guessed that. I did not that that. around because that show is complete garbage. You've watched like one episode, so shush it. <laughs> I watched the whole first season and it's just, it was okay. I didn't think it was great. I, well, I do regret not reading the books first. I feel like uh, it would have made it better. Uh, I mean, it. I watched it all. It was entertaining enough. Number five is a show called Midnight Mass, which I don't even know of. Oh, I did see that. Or I didn't watch it, but I saw it on, on my list. Number six is On My Block, which is another one I don't, hasn't been given to me in my feed. Yeah, me neither. Weird. I mean, well, we know of Netflix's issues, so. <laughs> Seven was Shameless. Uh, wait. Oh, because they put a new season on there. Yeah. Because that is a very old show. Right. I love that show. Number eight is The Five Wanas, which I didn't. I've never seen either. The five what? Wanas. J-U-A-N-A-S. Wanas. I've never seen that either. Damn it, Netflix. I know. Um, I will say that the shows I have not heard of are more diverse. So, you know, that's, that's what I mean. Like, we know of Netflix's issues with their yeah. algorithm. So it that makes sense. Number nine was the Great, Bit, great British Bake. Is it the baking show or Bake Off? Yeah, I don't understand that show. I don't either, but side note, tangent. There is, have you heard of the show on NBC? It had Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman, and it was called Making It, and it was like yes. like DIYers and like yes. hustlers. 
So we watched like a couple episodes of that and it's like enjoyable. It's like something like there's, you know, like you kind of want to scroll your phone, but also like you kind of want to watch something. So there's a new show on Peacock called Baking It with um, uh, Maya Rudolph and Andy Samberg. And we watched, and the judges are four old grandmas. It's it's pretty cute. And it's all like holiday themed. And there's just a couple episodes on um, Peacock. And it's, it's pretty cute. And I love Maya Rudolph and I love Andy Samberg. And it's just, it's really funny. And Andy Samberg is Jewish. So the whole time he's like, yeah, okay, but like Hanukkah. And so it's just. I love it. Yeah, I'll have to watch that. That's a good one. Sounds like for when the kids are around too. Yeah, totally. And then number 10 most streamed on Netflix is Seinfeld. Shut up, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Which I don't get because we tried to... So Seinfeld's been on Hulu for a while. And we tried to watch that, gosh, a couple years ago. And it... I don't like it's kind of funny like funny like haha but it's not like the riot I remember it being so no yeah same actually and I, yeah I don't know and a lot of those old sitcoms are kind of cringy right like I mean there's they're like the couple episodes that you think of when you think of Seinfeld like the soup Nazi and like you know those ones but sure. that are like kind of like funny but it's not which are makes me think of how friends has a second wind and i just i cannot take I it i know it's too much friends we're just all we've all gotten smarter <laughs> like it was so feels like such dumb humor in the 90s i don't know well i mean i love friends i watched every episode i've rewatched every episode but i i don't need like a sweatshirt and a scarf <laughs> And like hair ties and like literally anything they can plaster friends the friends logo on they've done and it's 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 too much make it stop yeah liking friends is now a personality trait and it's it's ruined it for everybody else (laughs) okay so now the next one we're gonna do is the top network shows so like the nielsen ratings you know how they like this many people watched on this night yeah they still do that Yes, and I wasn't even going to include this, but it's really funny to me what made it, and I think is very, it's very telling of who's watching what, and it's it's a good comment on society. (laughs) Oh man, I wouldn't even know where to start. Uh, What is on network TV right now? Like Dancing with the Stars. That is not on there. So it's kind of broken up into like series and shows. Oh, okay. See, I don't even know what series are like on. We don't have regular TV, Heather. Uh, so se- the series is kind of like a recurring show. And then okay. the shows are just like the the one hit wonders kind of thing. So what, like NCIS or CSI? <laughs> NCIS is number three top show. <laughs> um so is survivor on there no shockingly big, big brother no oh damn my go-to's <laughs> <laughs> you're um you're on the right network though I will okay say. cbs what else do they have i i literally couldn't tell you like you watch the bloods or like what <laughs> blue blue bloods is number nine <laughs> 
uh, what else is on there? Okay, <laughs> tell me. Okay, so in both series and shows, the number one is Sunday Night Football. Uh, number two <laughs> is Thursday Night Football. Shut up. <laughs> and then number three is Monday Night Football. So only sports fans have... That is literally the only thing anybody is watching on network television anymore. And then the shows that follow it up are NCIS, The Equalizer, whatever the fuck that is, FBI. That's a show? (laughs) Oh. 60 Minutes, Chicago Fire, which is NBC, Blue Bloods. And Chicago Medicine. Now, here is my theory. So the shows that are not football are from CBS or NBC. Now, what networks does Sunday Night, Thursday Night, and Monday Night Football air on? Fox and ABC. CBS and NBC. Or maybe it may not be NBC, but it's definitely on CBS. Okay. I think what happens is the game is on and then people just walk away and the TV is still on and like oh. Oh, 60 minutes and then finally somebody comes over or it's the equalizer and finally somebody notices the TV still on and they go, what the fuck is this show? And then they turn it off. But if you get those stats though, it's not like... Honestly, anymore, I don't even know. Because... I think it's from like, because one time we got a survey when I was in yeah. college. And we filled out like our water. Like, I'm pretty sure it's, yeah, I don't know. I I think now it's got to be connected to the streaming service you're using or cable. I really don't know anymore, but hmm. I have a feeling it's because the TV's just left on. And finally, like, mom comes over and it's like, what the hell? Turn, turn the shit down. No one's watching it. <laughs> it's time to go to bed. <laughs> Oh man. The other I don't know. There are a lot of old people who still watch TV and like that's true. Well, and that's what I thought was funny too, that it's all CBS shows and like who's watching CBS? Boomers. Um I like me some survivor, okay? Boomers. (laughs) There are also a couple series, so like recurring, like established shows that made the top ten, which was This Is Us, The Masked Singer, Grey's Anatomy. Who is still watching Grey's Anatomy. Who? I'll tell you who. My best friend Christina is still fucking watching Grey's Anatomy and she listens to this podcast. Christina, and I would say this to her face. 9-1-1. <laughs> um, and that's a show? So we have FBI and we have 911. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, are we seeing the through line of the demographic who watches CBS, the shows they're watching. Uh, so it's like all lives matter. Uh-huh. And these yeah. shows. It's I a circle. You. It was a, it was a, it's a comment on society. Um, and then rounding out that list is the bachelorette and the bachelor. Uh. <laughs> Not bachelor in paradise. So. Damn, I do. That's the only thing I watch. I know the bachelor is just, it's too much of a commitment for me. I always fall off. I have tried multiple seasons to watch all the way through and like halfway through, I just give up. It's so it is fun. fun to watch with other people. It is not fun to watch it by yourself. Yeah. Cause you make fun of it. And like, right. That can be mean. <laughs> also, like, if I don't have three hours to commit. Twice oh, so much time. 
All right. I watched three straight episodes. Yes, that's, it's different. <laughs> All right. So what was your favorite show of this year or shows? It's very hard because I did some mental gymnastics like, oh, I can't choose a reality show. That's not a show, but it, damn it, it is a show. You can choose a reality show. Why not? Well, this is our podcast. We can do whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> Thank you for that permission slip. Um, I really, uh, and it's also very hard for me to remember the beginning of the year. And how I was feeling like everything in my mind is very timely. Like, <laughs> right. So what comes to mind, I'm not going to pick just one. What comes to mind, I really enjoyed Ultimate Girls Trip, The Real Housewives, uh, where they got together OGs and they went to Turks and Caicos. And it was so much better than I ever would have thought. It was way better. I loved the breaking the fourth wall, like talking about the other castmates. Right, like, like the show was the ca- a cast member. And it's like, yeah, we're all doing it. Yes. Oh, that's a great way to put it. I just, I really enjoyed it. And I just finished it. So that's why it's fresh in my mind. But but if we're going to talk about real shows in quotes, because my girls are real too. I really loved White Lotus. Mm. and I so badly want to go to that four seasons in Hawaii and stay there where it was filmed yeah it's gonna be booked constantly oh well it's booked and I looked up prices (laughs) (laughs) gotta hit the lottery to go there um I really love that show I just thought it was so well done and it's like one of those where I couldn't wait for the next episode you know and that doesn't happen very often yeah Yes, my, I, I second those. Now I just had like five come to mind. Okay, so Ted Lasso. Mm, so that, that's another one go. that became like, what do they call it? Appointment television that we were like so excited. Like, oh, it's Friday. We have another one. Um, Succession on HBO is so, I, I love it. I love Little Macaulay Culkin. I cannot remember his name. I love Kieran. I love Cousin Greg. I just I <laughs> I love the like the dialogue. I love really well written shows where you really have to pay attention and listen to what the characters are saying and like piece it together. Like it reminds me of like a more straight Arrested Development, mm-hmm. which I, like it's like if Arrested Development was a drama, this would it would be Succession. And I. At first, it does, and I know people hate when you say this, but it does take a little bit to get into it. But it's worth chugging through. I promise. It's worth the investment. It I, really is. I've talked about this before. Like I, I liked it well enough, but we kind of fell off. Like it is slow in the beginning, but we're back in full bore. <clears throat> well, and I feel like it's hard with HBO too because sometimes so long goes between seasons mm-hmm. and, forget. and then and their shows are always so like rich in detail that it's it's so much to remember and it's like I don't remember what happened I don't want to start it again and but I love succession love it another one that we is a newer one that is still episodes are still coming out but highly recommend the shrink next door so mm-hmm. good so good very very dark but very good paul rudd can do no wrong 
he he is wearing some kind of butt padding in this show it is not or it's an optical illusion because of the 90s clothes they're wearing i don't know but he is a different shape (laughs) and it's very confusing to my mind because i'm like that's not what he looks like but you know the pandemic's been rough on everybody so maybe it is what he looks like i don't know (laughs) you're right it's the pleats Yeah, that one's really good. Um, I just had another. I really enjoyed Squid Game. Enjoyed is the wrong word. I really like. <laughs> it's gonna say your the story and the cultural significance of Squid Game. I thought it was really well done. Um, I can see why it's like the most downloaded. Yeah, my favorite reality show of this year. Can you guess? Um. No, actually. Married to Medicine, of course. Oh, shit. How <laughs> did I not well, know that? And you still haven't finished it, and I'm still holding a grudge. Yeah, you should. <laughs> Bring my best. Well, your best isn't enough in this situation. So try harder. <laughs> what do you think? All right, let's move on to music. What do you think the top downloaded songs, according to Spotify, are? It's got to be Taylor Swift. She is not even on the top 10. Oh, wow. Interesting. And Spotify makes it very easy. I saw this tweet the other day. It was like, here's proof that we've been tracking all of your data usage, but in a fun way. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I I saw one that was like (laughs) somebody saying, oh, wow, they know me so well. And somebody's like, yeah, it's fucking data. (laughs) (laughs) Of course they know you. Okay. So number one is Olivia Rodrigo, Driver's License. Ah, yes. I did listen to that a lot. Like, I was an emo teenager. (laughs) Right. Well, that's on you then. Number two is Montero by Lil Nas X. Yep, that whole album. So good. Number three is Stay with Justin Bieber. I guess it's Kid Leroy featuring Justin Bieber. Which, I feel like the Biebs had some bops this year, too. Everything I found is always the Biebs. Um, number four, Good For You by Olivia Rodrigo. We definitely overplayed that in our house. Oh, yes. And then number five is Levitating by Dua Lipa, which I do enjoy me. Oh, it's such a bop. I agree. I agree with this top five. <laughs> I do. I listen to more uh, top hits than I thought. Although, so my Spotify, you don't use Spotify, right? Uh, no, I don't. So my Spotify wrapped for 2021 <laughs> it is literally all half Broadway, half Taylor Swift. And my top song is a song from the Mean Girls Broadway play, which is surprising to me because I feel like it would have been something from Hamilton because that's all I listen to. But apparently not. Hmm. I do have to say, Adele's Easy On Me song got me right in the feels this year. Mm -hmm. I know it's about her, like, divorcing her husband to her kid. But I feel like even just, like, as a song to your kids alone, I think is... Oh, yes, that's so true. It's a thought. Plus, my kids have been really mean to me lately, so just be nice. Uh, They're mine, too. 
It's Pink fucking December. That's what it is. December takes children and it turns them into demons. And <laughs> I blocked that out of my mind because I, I learned this when I was teaching and I blocked it from my mind and it's, it's happening again. Oh, <laughs> uh, poor teachers. God. All right. Let's talk about us now. <laughs> okay. Now that Spotify just told me that Joe Rogan is the top downloaded podcast, I need to cleanse my palate. Oh, God. I'm going to have to beep his name out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what were our top five downloaded podcast episodes this year? They were. Actually, very surprising to me. So the top downloaded episode was our back to school episode, episode 71. Hmm. I have a theory. I think a lot of people are going back to school for the first time in a year and a half mm. or whatever. Yeah. Um, and they were either excited or scared or, you know, wanted, just wanted some reassurance, which yeah. I thought we gave them because we were <laughs> scared. <laughs> yeah. But um, sometimes you need to commiserate and we totally get that well that's that's our wheelhouse (laughs) (laughs) um number two was happy hour with stephanie from olive and tate Mm, that was a goodie that was a good one um yeah she's just so fun and her audience is so great i'm sure a lot of them came from her directly and we're happy to have you oh i'm 100% 100% sure <laughs> her audience is very loyal and so if if you came and you stuck around thank you and welcome um 80 surprised me but actually maybe no it didn't it's um hormones and macros with Giselle I think that's a bigger problem than people than anybody talks about or knows about and yeah and Giselle is such a wealth of knowledge um not that she's diagnosing people or anything, but just like giving advice is, you know. Well, I think my biggest takeaway from that is just that like, you're not making all this stuff up and all of these things validation are real things and all together probably mean something else because when, like I mentioned in the episode, when you go to the doctor, they don't, the doctor won't say that. And it's like, okay, I guess I'm just really tired all the time, no matter what. And, For no reason. Right. Right. And I think even just when I talk to people in real life, you know, like that's what we talk about, how tired we are, how like we can't eat too much cheese anymore because it hurts our stomachs or like, you know what I mean? Like when I'm I'm with girlfriends, like these are the things we're talking about. It's like, God, we're getting older and like, oh my God, my period is so bad. Like I had the worst cramps and it's like, yeah, I, me too. I never used to have them like that. And so it's like, I think we're all having these conversations, but no one's really like finding the through line of the problem or and like medical the medical field does not care (laughs) that women are having problems to be quite frank so yeah um so that was number three number four is episode 75 how to be an okay sports mom (laughs) which I kind of loved because so often I'm very afraid to put my kids in anything organized for fear that it would be too serious or they're not good enough or you know all these internal fears that I'm just projecting so it was nice to like talk through that yeah when you know I think we all think that and it's nice to 
know that there are others out there that think like you and that it doesn't you can have a kid play soccer or t-ball or something without needing to be on a traveling team and like all wearing matching cleats and you know like spending a million dollars to do it right um and number five was episode 48 home organization we were all home for a very long time and we were all sick of our shit everywhere (laughs) no kidding I need to do that again. <laughs> I know. I was just thinking I need to re-listen to that What was your favorite episode this year? This is hard. I loved so much of what we did this year. I'm very, very proud of it. Um, I loved our episodes with guests, of course. Anytime anybody comes on and gives us our, their time and knowledge, I'm just so thankful for that. I think my favorite episode was the BGD episode. I had a lot of like unresolved uh, feelings and, you know, never really talked it through in that way. And so that was really cathartic for me, purely selfish reasons, but. um, I'll bill you later. (laughs) (laughs) So many people need to bill me. So many people are my therapists now. (laughs) But yeah, I think it was that one. I liked the episode on boys with Janet Allison. She, when she was so, I think her approach to it is so honest and easy that it wasn't. And I, I know there's a lot of people right now who are saying like, oh, it's so hard to be a boy and it's so hard to be a guy in this climate and blah, blah, blah. And I definitely don't subscribe to that. But I also think that they boys do need a different kind of attention than girls do and I think it's it's easy especially since I have one of both it's easy to just like lump them together as kids but I think it's they do need different things because they are different people and so yeah I was skeptical going into that episode I really had was skeptical because like somebody saying they're a boy expert feels weird to me when I hate the like boy mom boy dad like, yeah right but she does acknowledge like anybody who is non-binary or you know it identifies as he him whatever she she realizes that too so right. that I think she bridged the gap very well of like they do have specific needs but it's not like the end-all be-all like that doesn't need to frame your approach always right yeah and yeah I really enjoyed that episode too um let's talk about the blog remember that thing that we have yeah I remember it the OG (laughs) what do you think were the top five posts like top five most visited posts so not necessarily from this year just of all time okay um well the uh, pottery barn backpack post. Ooh. Washing it. Is that in there? It is not. Oh. Wait. Pot- how to clean your pottery barn backpack was up there for a while around back to school season. But it yeah, is- it always pops up around then. It is no longer. Okay. Um, the grazing table. That was number one. 
it worried me when it was number one during like the height of the pandemic though (laughs) yeah that one has not not been knocked since october of 19 which is slightly concerning really scattershot ones like very surprising pinterest is a crazy place it is so for those of you who know pinterest is where a lot of our traffic is generated and we make pins for the different posts we like posts i haven't even seen in years will still populate via pinterest and that sends us traffic to the blog and some of these are like what that's what you like you never know what the people of pinterest will like interesting oh gosh i don't know then i want a recipe of some sort has to be in there no i'm telling you it is the weirdest thing so number one is in there um let me just tell you okay just Just tell me (laughs) group one was the grazing table number two is my herringbone backsplash oh yeah damn it i should have done that number three is our bunko night printable well interesting we should update those photos i i every time i see it populate i'm like we really need to get some better pictures on that post (laughs) it's not great (laughs) number four is the diy palette wall photo backdrop interest eats that up interesting and number five is the pull string pinata oh that's like from year one that it's an old post that's from isla's third birthday i think wow it's very old the pictures are not great and interesting so i guess a diy did make it on there that is a diy if you don't know a pole string pinata is like you know how usually a pinata use a bat and but like who wants to give a bat to 23 year olds so you do (laughs) a pole string and only one of the strings will pull the bottom of the pinata out the other ones are like dummy strings yeah it's genius all right do you also do you think you have any ideas of what our top reaching instagram posts were this year yeah also Um, slightly surprising okay uh your post with you standing in front of your minivan about voting that was in 2020 fuck um oh my gosh there's a post of us where we talk about what we believe in didn't even crack the top five damn it okay i'm telling you we spend so much time planning content like (laughs) looking up trends looking up like most search thing like we spend so much time trying to figure out what's gonna hit and it is always 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 the things that are just like last minute thrown together yeah just like throw it at the wall and see if it sticks and that's what that's the shit that sticks our vaccination posts that was number five both of ours kind of like tied and it was the the first shot post okay just tell me okay number one was the thanksgiving tweet about i'm gonna spend a week cooking and my kid's only gonna eat a roll and you <laughs> screenshot of the tweet and that's number it. one that is number one 
It had almost 5,000 impressions <laughs> on a holiday week. What is happening? Makes no sense. Number two was a post I did about World Autism Day, which was also like last minute. I, I mean, it's like the ones you don't try to, because obviously I didn't post that to try and make it land, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, number three was the post of my finished pool. Oh, yeah. Thank yeah. all of you for coming on that journey with me. <laughs> <laughs> number four was the holiday tweet, or the holiday, the Halloween tweet. Yeah, where you like tweets on Instagram. You took the picture of Teresa Judice flipping a table and said, every mom on Halloween asking if you said thank you. <laughs> and then number five was our vaccine posts. So, oh my gosh. so what a year! Yes, we contain multitudes of tweets. <laughs> well, keep them coming because that's that the people have spoken. Oh my gosh! Okay, all right. Um, how about the top five products we quote sold? So these would be the things that anytime we've linked something that you either swiped up or clicked on, and then purchased. Okay. Which we don't pay a ton of attention to, but from time to time, I will look to see like, okay, this is what people like. This is what people don't like. And yeah, for sure. Is shirt on there? Shirt is number five. Okay. Shirt is, well, I need to let you explain shirt. (laughs) Shirt is. With a capital S. Right. It's when you go out in public for the first time in a week after like wearing like your house clothes and you don't want to be too fancy, but like you need something between leggings and like dressed up and it is shirt. So it's like a step above t-shirt, but like a half step. <laughs> right. Let me so tell you, enough. shirt is now dead. And the search must continue because my mom walked into my house the other day wearing shirts. And I go, what are you doing? You can't wear that. Oh, no. That's devastating. I'm no. so sorry. The search continues. Um, okay, what else? Products. Ooh. Um, are there more clothing items on there? Um, clothing adjacent? Mm. Interesting choice of word. <laughs> um, just tell me. I'm not going to remember. Okay. Number one was our favorite serving board from Walmart. Oh, yeah. Okay. The acacia wood board with the gold handles, which well, all like these things, it's, it's the best. And it washes super well. It's perfect size. I'll link all these things in the show notes too, in case you need to see them now. <laughs> Number two were our clogs. Oh, yes. <laughs> I just bought them in, in the cognac color, too. Oh, did you um, get half off another pair? Because right now at Target, it's buy one, get one half off. No, I must have done that before. Also, that's probably not going to be true at the time this airs, so. <laughs> okay. You got in on that <laughs> one. That <laughs> Number three was the at-home COVID tests. <laughs> If I could go back in time to 2019 and tell myself one thing, it would be to invest in Binax. Mm-hmm. 
Number four uh, was the J. Crew slippers. Uh-huh. And number five is shirt. Okay. People like what they like. I don't know. There's like no theme there. No, none <laughs> whatsoever. Again, that's why if you ever, I personally don't love to like link everything, but sometimes you never know. And so sometimes if we just throw a link in there, it's also a lot of work to link stuff. I don't know if people know that. I I don't. And I, we don't say this to like garner sympathy or anything like that. Oh, no. It's just it is one of those things that like you, you know, like you like quickly swipe through on Instagram, but it those things to link something probably takes a good like five minutes or so. Yeah, it can be a lot. But and there are shortcuts you can take. So it's not always that long, but like from like the ground up if you're linking something for the first time it does take a good like five minutes each time so. but we we will do it if people oh yeah totally of course of course right and also no pressure to like then click on it we don't you know if it doesn't if it doesn't resonate it right go on with your life but. let it go let it go <laughs> what was your favorite thing you bought this year I was so my thought, we are in this consumeristic holiday Consumer. I'm not kidding I've written down here my favorite product of the year are those Binax at home COVID tests I cannot tell you how many times I swabbed my own nose I, I saw one turn positive when my mom had COVID I swabbed my kids and it got them back in school after there was a scare um they kept me sane after I had close contact with somebody and stayed negative I I mean sign of the times that's my favorite product from 2021 that is not even a little bit close to my favorite one (laughs) (laughs) I do love my clogs too so hi yeah we have a stash of those that we've used from time to time but Knock on all the wood, by some miracle, neither of my kids have had any close contact notifications to date at all. I It defies logic. I It makes no sense to me. And as of next Tuesday, they will not have to quarantine because by then they will be fully vaccinated. So... Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> um, Okay, my favorite thing is my Peter Thomas Roth pumpkin enzyme mask. Mm, It's the best. I love it so much. It is kind of a splurge, but it comes in a pretty big tub and it does last a long time. So have you replaced it yet? How long is it lasting you? So I got it. When does Sephora have that like mid-year sale? Like maybe May or June-ish? Sounds right. I got it then and I'm maybe halfway, maybe. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So I think it's like 60 bucks, but it's, so it's definitely a, a high admission rate, <laughs> but it, it does last a long time. And I, I really notice a difference in my skin and it just, it is. Mm. Um, I need it for my stocking. Tell Santa. Yeah. Stocking stuffers you guys have over there. <laughs> okay. What was your best memory or trip 
or whatever from this year. Okay. How am I going to say this? We, so we had a rough year. If you've been a longtime listener, we lost my husband's mom and grandfather this year. And so like, I feel like I haven't really processed this year all the way through yet. Um, but when I think back on the summer, we took a couple trips that were just like really brought us together as a family and, you know, kind of helped with like the grieving process and that kind of thing. So I'm going to say our best trip was when we went out to Virginia for his mom's memorial. And obviously that sucked, but being around the family was really healing. And then right after that, we went to DC for like 24 hours. Um, and it was definitely too short of a time, but I just like, we just had such a good time. We packed so much in, we stayed in an amazing room. Um, I don't know. I just have really fond memories of that. And it was kind of like a nice runway after an emotional time to like get back to real life kind of. So I think, I think that's it. Yeah. We, my favorite trip, we didn't do a lot of trips this year, but we did make it to Yosemite over the summer. And that was so much fun. That's something we've always talked about doing, like going to see all the national parks and to finally get to check one off was a lot of fun. And then just being able to swim. I'm finishing the pool. I feel like we spent all year putting that pool in, like from the planning to like completion to finally actually being able to swim in it really like ate up the entire year (laughs) I'm very excited to have to just like go into this new year and I mean into like you know like when it's warm and like just to be able to swim right away and not have to like be looking at an empty pool when it's 105 and of course now we have to start the landscape process but that's (laughs) another it's always something Yes, it is always something in a house. There's always something to be done. Yeah. And I feel like I, <laughs> Andrew was telling me the other day that I have a case of the gimmies because I like came up with like five things I want to do right now in our house. But I'm here, all, like I don't really leave that often. I'm leaving more than I have ever in the last two years. But, you know, like when you work from home and like you're home with the kids and that's all I do is sit and stare at all the things that I want to do. And, you know, no, I get it. I get it. Mm. It's, it's hard and it's hard to focus too. Like I want to do all these things everywhere, but yes, one hard. your house is never done either. And that's what I'm trying to remember. And even if it is like, there's, you, then you what are you gonna do just clean it all the time that's dumb yeah, <laughs> who does that all right what are you taking with you from 2021 and what are you leaving behind well I feel like we all got a crash course in like navigating difficult situations this year um from like the pandemic to political situations to difficult family situations. I don't know. I just feel like I have gotten a lot better at that, or at least I'm able to sort through it better in my mind where I don't take things so personally. 
Um, so I'm definitely taking that with me. <laughs> um, and the fact that like, I can only control myself and my family and what we do and worrying about what everybody else is doing. It truly just weighs on me and does no good. So that's like my main, uh, not mantra, but like my main attitude going into the new year. Agreed. I feel like bound making boundaries and enforcing them has been something I've danced around and avoided for a long time. And you're to avoid before. <laughs> it's like, Ugh. yeah, exactly. And so I think having to face it and not being able to avoid it kind of if threw me in the deep end, but I feel like now that I've worked out that muscle, it's nice and strong and it's a lot easier to do now. And honestly, like, I just, I don't care if you don't like what we're doing. Great. That's <laughs> on entitled you. to that opinion. Goodbye. That's, like, that's on you. That's not on me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and leaving behind, I just, I don't know. I haven't thought that far, I think yet. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just really hoping, and I know we felt like this before, but I'm, I'm really hoping that we're going to turn a corner here soon and, you know, we can start easing up on a lot of things and, you know, but time will tell. Let's see what Omicron has in store for us. Ah, sigh. (laughs) We will be back in January. Um, we hope you have a wonderful holiday season and we are just so, so thankful for every single one of you. Thank you for being an awesome community for us. And we hope you have a great holiday season. If you like what you just heard, and we hope you do, you can find more of us online at www.okistmoms.com. We're also on all social media platforms, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at okistmomsblog. Or if you want to, you can send us an email at hey at okistmoms.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.